Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, good morning. Steve Obo, refreshing morning and Jumbo Africa to the listeners. The Ugandan opposition leader, Bobby Wine, he says he was not allowed to leave his home yesterday. The lease and the military rocked up. Stephen, actually there are two of them, both opposition leaders in uh, Uganda, uh, Bobby Wine as well as Kiza Besegi. Uh, they were saying they were, they were being under house arrest type of because there's a, there was a planned protest yesterday in Kampala uh, around the poor conditions of roads. And you have this uh, global two summits being held in Kampala, the one of the non-alignment a movement that has been attended by more than 3,000 delegates. Now, the opposition leaders have said that there was a quick move by the intelligence and the government of Uganda to stop them from being part of that protest that was planned yesterday in Uganda. So, Baby Wine was trapped in his house in Magera, the north part of Kampala. Now, just amazing that this keeps happening. In the Comores, there's been violence after the elections there. There's now a nighttime curfew. Stephen, there was a nighttime cave declared by the Ministry of Interior uh, on Wednesday for yesterday. There was another challenge. One person died, 25 people are injured. And the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights has called for calm. Uh, one asked, well, what is the voice of the SADC, the AU, when you have such challenges uh, in the small island of Comoros? Remember, it's against the... Post, I mean, the presidential election that gave President Azali almost 62% of the vote. And people are saying that there was some electoral fraud in those elections. Hence, we have this, what we call the post-election conflict or violence that we see in Comoros, in the capital city of uh, Moroni. Remember, when you talk of Comoros, Stephen, you also have this uh, occupied French island of Mayotte that is occupied by the French since 1975. A, a country that I've said before, it had more than 20 coups or attempted that happened before its independence in the early 70s. And then in the DRC, three opposition leaders there, they want national protests. Stephen, they have actually delayed for tomorrow. Remember tomorrow is the second term inauguration of Felix uh, Fati Tsesekedi, who will be inaugurated uh, for his second term, having gained 73% of the vote. Now, with this outcome, which the opposition have called it a sham, uh, they said that it was electoral fraud. Uh, both Moisi Katumbi, Martin Fayula, uh, and Zuli Bembe, uh, those are the people who are contesting those elections, and they are urging people to protest on the day of the uh, inauguration of Tsesekedi. It means, Stephen, if you imagine Kinshasa tomorrow, it means that there will be a confrontation between opposition uh, members as well as the police and the military, when actually you'll be having heads of state visiting uh, or attending this inauguration. I'm not sure whether our president will attend, Stephen, but I know that many heads of state in the SADC and the AU will definitely be in Kinshasa, so they must wait for this tussle that will come from opposition leaders. And then in the US, the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, he's going to Cape Verde, Cote d'Ivoire, Cote d'Ivoire and Nigeria and Angola. Stephen Blinken will be blinking the continent from Monday, actually, when you look at the four countries that we have mentioned so far. But what is on the agenda? It appears that the issues of security challenges in West Africa, but also you look at the last country being the SADC, Angola. He will be visiting Angola, Nigeria, Ivory Coast, and Cape Verde. But it appears that uh, Ivory Coast will be the first. And others are saying that visiting even the Sahel and ECOWAS, 
uh, it is also to engage on this issue of Niger uh, that has moved towards Russia and also that the issue uh, of France in the Sahel region it will be part of the agenda and also the tension between Rwanda and the DRC will also dominate some of his visits and he goes to Angola to engage with Joa Loranco who has been one of the mediators on the crisis between Angola I mean between DRC and Rwanda and then in our archives 19th of January 2021 I remember him very well yeah, Stephen, they call him Mr. Soccer. If you recall, uh, past the age of 82, whenever you had a, a soccer match in the late 80s and 90s, you'll always have a festival of Brenda Farsi, Lucky Dube. We are talking of the passing of Abdul Baimji, uh, the legendary South African football administrator who passed on this day, Stephen, at the age of 82. Remember, he had many scandals, Stephen, that came through of a 7 million that missed uh, in the early 90s. If one has to think about uh, that, they call him a soccer Robin of South Africa, uh, Ishmael Abdul Bamji, the, the person who was able to gravitate, Stephen, the audience into the soccer matches uh, during those early years in uh, pre, or you can say not post-apartheid, Stephen, pre-South Africa, uh, that was Abdul Bamji who was able to bring uh, that magnet of the soccer f- uh, football in South Africa. Asante Sana SG, especially in the conversation, SAFM. Rice Advocate Sipo Mantula, thank you very much indeed. Back, of course, uh, next week, more news from our continent through the day.